Hi, it's Tish Luca from Pay It Forward Podcast. If you're here today, then you're probably a female entrepreneur who's getting ready to launch or scale their business. If you're ready to unleash your true potential and create new habits and dream so big that it almost seems far-fetched, then you're in the right place. This community is designed for women to help each other find new relationships and create overnight success on our path to more money, time, and happiness. If you're ready to achieve your wildest dreams, then you're in the right place. Join me for today's episode. Tish Luca, and I'm excited to be here today because I had a awesome weekend at 10X. Um, so I don't know if anybody has ever been to a 10X event uh, with Grant Cardone, but honestly, if you are an entrepreneur, it's like going to church, um, and it is just it's just a really incredible experience. There were so many wonderful speakers there. And just came back filled with um, so much great knowledge. I just wanted to jump on here and talk a little bit about some of the things that that we learned and some of the consistent messaging that we heard through and through. Um, so just to kind of jump into it a little bit, one of the big things is I know as entrepreneurs, uh, we get sort of bogged down in our own world and we're trying to accomplish all these goals, which I know we we talk about, we're trying to build a business and we become introverts when a lot of us are almost known to be entrepreneurs or known to be a little bit more extroverted because we get out there, we do things, we make things happen and we change the world. And um, when we start getting lost in our own businesses, we get stuck in the day-to-day and the rut of things. And I think that was the biggest message I kept hearing over and over. Grant Cardone uh, even ended his last presentation with the number one thing I want to see everyone here do. And let me let me just tell you, there were 34,000 entrepreneurs in this room. It was so amazing to see that many people trying to fulfill their dreams and make changes and just saying it on this podcast makes me get teary-eyed. Like I get super emotional about it because I think for me it means so much. Um, it means so much to me because it's something that I'm truly passionate about and I think I've lived the last 40 years doing things I wasn't necessarily passionate about and I feel like for the first time in my life I know that I have this passion and this sort of obligation to fulfill it. And I have this tenacity that is going to to help me succeed. And so I want uh, to just go over what some of the things were that they talked about that are so that were just so enlightening to me, some aha moments. And one of those is when we get stuck doing all this stuff where we're working really hard and you know we think I can't I can't do this or you know I can't do this for myself because I've got to work, I've got to work, I've got to work. And I think that Grant Cardone's message was, you know, yeah, you do have to work. You got to work really hard. So if you want 
to work 100 hours a week, how are you going to do that? You want to work a million hours a week, how are you going to do that? Okay, so the harder you work, the better you're going to do. But there's only one of you and there's only so many hours in the day. So what you have to do is you have to build your business. You have to build your empire. And so you have to be willing to make connections and make partnerships and make people understand who you are by getting out there and connecting. So when we get bogged down and we're sitting in our office all day, you know, spinning our wheels and, you know, we look back six months, we're like, six months ago, I thought I would have been here. I thought I would have had this, you know, sales funnel built, or I thought I would have had um, this many people on my email list, or I thought I would have started my course. We realized that the reason maybe we haven't done that is because we haven't had the help to get us there. So we get really, really nervous about spending money because we're just starting out and we're thinking, well, yeah, I can do that when I get enough money coming in. And what Grant Cardone is trying to say is don't wait until you feel comfortable having enough money coming in. That's when you, that's what will destroy your business. That's what won't 10X your business. So you've got to be willing to spend money to make money. And so that was a big message that came out because I remember thinking, well, yeah, I go to these these events and everybody's talking about, you know, they did this and they did that and then they expanded. Well, sure, when I'm, when I'm able to do that, I'll expand too. And then don't hire anyone. You're doing everything on your, on your own. You're losing clients because you're not satisfying them because you're doing everything. And when you do everything, you're, you're not, nobody's good at everything, right? So, um, you know, I'm not the best editor of my own material. You know, I like to write, but I, just like Grant Cardone says in the conference, he's like, you know, I put out this 10X book. I wrote it. I got it out. I had tons of misspellings, but you know why? You had a message and you want to get the message out. So I think sometimes, you know, we have to remember that, we have a message to get it out and we may not be good at everything, but somebody probably is. And maybe we can partner with that somebody or maybe we can hire that somebody. Maybe we can team up and we can 10X our goals, our message and make a bigger impact because we've decided that no matter what, we have a goal, we're gonna attain that goal. And the only way to attain that goal or that target is to get the help that we need. So I think that was really the biggest message overall. Like the biggest thing is you've got to change. Uh, so it was funny because I remember him saying, you know, even if even if you're just gonna park your car, you know, a different way, you're gonna pull into your driveway, don't pull in the way you normally pull in, back it in. Start making conscious little changes in your habit every day and you'll see you will see change, I promise. Um, and then the next thing that I think sort of uh, resonated uh, with a lot of us is that you know we've got to um, we've got to draw attention. Okay, so the only way to make these kind of connections and the kind of connections that you want to make to really, really, really make a difference in your business. Uh, you've got to you've got to get known because if they don't know you, they won't flow you, as Grant Cardone says. 
So I know it's kind of funny, but it is true. It's, um, you know, you're going to be less likely to get money from a client or uh, anybody who's willing to pay for your product if they've never seen you or they don't know who you are. Um, so uh, anyway, I remember when I first, you know, kind of started this and uh, for me, you know, looking back, I think, you know, I was, I was a female entrepreneur and I was, you know, just so excited to be starting and doing some of this stuff, but I, I knew I just had to do it, right? Because I got to a point in my life where I just wasn't happy anymore. Um, and I remember, um, I was working in a job that, you know, sort of had me, I don't know, uh, I felt trapped. I just felt like I, I couldn't do the things I wanted to do, even though they said I had freedom. I didn't really have freedom. Somebody always wanted to know where I was. I was always working on someone else's dream. And I knew in my heart that I had this dream. I had this special talent and um, I wanted to be able to share it. And I also wanted to take care of my family. And, you know, we, we, we've always gotten by, but I think, you know, we sort of struggled a lot. And um, when my kids were young, um, actually before my kids, I, you know, I was in sales and, and I, I was loving it. You know, I had a lot of freedom. I started working with 800 brokers across South Carolina. I had a really great territory. I worked, you know, in Charleston, South Carolina, um, right all the way down to Savannah and then up into Myrtle Beach. And I worked with all these great different kinds of personalities I got to go in. And for me, being able to teach something that I understood inside and out and and connect with all these different people um, was really, really a fascinating time in my life. Uh, and then my son was born and uh, my daughter was first and things were still going great. And I remember my daughter had acid reflux and, you know, the first six months was pretty rough because she uh, had really bad reflux and she couldn't eat uh, from a bottle unless I breastfed her. So because I was in sales, it worked out really well for me because I was able to um, come and breastfeed her when I needed to. But, you know, I remember at the time I was trying to find like an in-home kind of care for her because she was very tiny. She had acid reflux, so she was really fussy, and I needed someone to give her sort of that extra care. Um, and so I remember I had found a, a lady to, to help care for her, and I would go over there in between, you know, sales calls, and I would sit, and uh, I'd, I'd nurse her, and I'd, I'd visit with the lady who was taking care of her, and I, I felt like I had a pretty good place there and a pretty good situation. And then I remember this woman started kind of doing some funny stuff and I, she started not wanting to, to be there. And she started asking me if her neighbor could, you know, watch the kids while she ran out and did errands. And I thought this is getting kind of weird. And then I remember having to switch her to another nanny and that nanny was only going to be there for a few months. And at the time, I mean, for me, it was a super emotional experience. And I remember just crying thinking, you know, why can't I just stay home with her longer? You know, she's so tiny, she needs me, but I needed to make ends meet for my family. You know, at the time, I was making the majority of the income. My husband was working from home, um, doing freelancing, and, and I was making 
you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. And I just, I, I didn't, I didn't see a means to an end. So things were going fairly well and, and we got through that time. And then my son was born, um, about a year later, a year and a half later. And, uh, he had acid reflux as well. It took me, it took us about three weeks before we realized it, but, uh, three weeks in started, we started taking a turn and unfortunately that turn didn't get better. It got worse and worse. And we started going to the doctors and trying to figure out what was wrong, but it got so bad that the acid reflux that my son would not eat at all. Didn't matter. That could be it. I don't know. And, uh, so anyway, we, we continued with the test and I continued to work and I knew that I had this amazing audience of brokers that I had worked with who all loved and supported me and I was very, very grateful that I had that in my life at the time because they weren't willing to obviously make any changes. They wanted to continue to work with me and they did what they could to get what they needed done with me working at the hospital. And um, so at the time, I I, I knew that you know, I had to make some changes and I needed to be closer to family. I mean, I was having to send my daughter to friends' houses that I wasn't even that close with because I didn't know what else to do. And so I had some friends come into town and they said, you know, we'll, 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 we'll help you, you know, if you want to be closer and move to Florida and be closer to family, you know, we'll help you. And so that's what we decided to do. And we packed up everything and uh, I, I quit my job and uh, I started working in a position that you know, I never thought I was going to go back to. I, I started working in, a, in an office and I thought, you know, I'm going to be in business development. But, you know, my kind of was given some promises and of, of freedom and, you know, I, I got a lot of, of freedom, but I also didn't have the freedom that I needed. And I, I felt trapped because I was in this position because I wanted to help my son and I wanted to help my family. So I came and I took this job and I thought, well, you know, I'll do it for a year and then maybe, you know, if I don't like it, I'll just, you know, I'll transition back into sales. I've got the experience and everything. And so that's kind of how my journey started on the path to real, um, you know, really trying to, to break free. And, you know, my path to entrepreneurship started, you know, when I was young. I mean, I was um, always, you know, selling, selling was something I just enjoyed. I mean, I would, you know, sell more ads than anybody in the, you know, the yearbook. I would sell more donuts than anybody on the sophomore team. I would come up with all kinds of ways to sell things. And uh, I remember I, I did this telemarketing job before and, and, uh, and it was always a challenge to write like the best script and figure out like, okay, who's going to nail it today with the script on the phone. And I was doing that when I was 15 and, uh, breaking like every single record I could break. Uh, so, so for me, sales was always a big, big part of my life. And, uh, we kind of got here and then I got sort of stuck into this rut and that I think is a big thing that Grant Cardone is talking about. It's like, you got to change. You're not happy. You got to make a change. Right. And as time went on and my, my son healed and, and things got much better for us and he started to eat again and he started gaining weight and, 
and I was sleeping again and, and I started to feel like I've got all this but I'm still not happy and I, I don't know why. You know, I've got family close by, my son's getting better, but I, I wasn't happy and I didn't know why. So I started working really hard to figure out what it was that I was gonna do that was gonna make me happy. And I started studying and reading and getting online and I started just figuring out what is it that's gonna fulfill me? Like, what is it that I love to do? What, what do I love to do? And um, I started getting into online marketing and I, I knew as soon as I started it that I loved it. It was like, I just couldn't get enough of it. I was reading every single book I could get my hands on. I was online constantly. I was taking every single course I could take. I was putting it into practice with the business that I worked at. In fact, I started a newsletter for the practice and uh, we grew it to 300,000 subscribers um, within the first year. Now, I didn't know how to monetize it, but I knew that uh, I was doing something right. And so I just kept on that path and I, I thought, you know, if I could do this here, I could do this for myself. And that's sort of when I decided to break free from that and start my own business, um, my own personal service, you know, branding service, um, where I um, had an agency of my own, where I was able to go in and help other other companies build a platform online, whether it is social media and sales funnels to drive more traffic to their business or just build their brand, I knew that I had that quality. I was gonna be able to do that for other people. And as soon as I knew it, I, I felt confident about it. I knew that it made me happy. It was something I loved. I, made the, I, took, the, I took the leap. And I know it's really, really hard to take that leap sometimes. And so with this conference, I, I ended up bringing my mom. And you know, my mom is a, a real estate agent. She's, she's been the, the hardest worker I've ever known in my life. You know, she set such a great example for me because she did it all. You know, she raised us kids. She, she was the one that was there when we needed help with our homework. She was the one that washed our clothes. She was the one that did the dishes. You know, she was the one that cooked the meals. She did everything. And she worked her ass off for us and she loved us with all of her heart. And I remember thinking, you know, my mom never actually took that good care of herself. She was always taking care of us. And so sometimes, I find myself doing that same thing where I'm just taking care of everybody else and I'm kind of forgetting about myself. And that was, that was another thing that, that, that really resonated during this 10X event. You know, Grant Cardone says, you know, yeah, I got to take care of my family, but I got to put a circle around myself and I got to take care of myself first because I can't take care of my family if I can't take care of myself. So when we get buried in our office as entrepreneurs and we become introverted, again, not making those connections and not talking to people, not connecting, not getting help, we inundate ourselves and we overwhelm ourselves. Our kids aren't happy. Our family isn't happy because we're not, we're not present when we're with them, right? So it all goes back to creating a process, creating a structure, in your business and in your life that will allow you the freedom to be present, to help yourself, and to make more connections. So in today's podcast, we're gonna be talking about ways to do that. 
So, you know, my mom and I are talking and she's, she's very new to this. It was the first conference she'd ever been to. And I've been telling her a little bit about what I've been doing in my own personal business for months. Um, and she didn't really quite understand it. I don't think until she went to this conference and she heard speaker after speaker after speaker and every speaker was saying the same thing. Find your audience, find out what you're good at, solve the problem, sell it to the audience that you want to work with your dream audience, solve the problem, find out where they're congregating and go there. So I think that. It's a lot to think about because if you, you know, if, if you really break it down, if you're at this, this seminar, you're thinking, oh, that's, that's not that hard. I mean, I just have to, who do I want to serve? You know, what audience appeals to me? Who, who do I want to work with every day? You know, you're spending more time with the people you work with than you probably are with your own family. So if you don't like them, you're not going to like what you do. So you got to figure out who is it that you want to work with. So my strategy for this is... And this is exactly what I told my mom. I said, get a piece of paper out, put a T on the piece of paper. And then on the left side of the paper, you want to write down every name you can think of that you don't want to work with. Anybody that you can think of that you don't want to work with. Even if it's someone you've worked with in the past. And then write down the qualities of that person that you didn't like. What was it about them that made you not want to work with them? Were they lazy? Did they pretend like they were working? Were they complainers? Were they not ambitious? Were they... Male, female, were they a certain age? Were they, um, were they in the NASCAR, not in the NASCAR? I mean, everything you can think of about the people you don't want to work with on one side of the page. And on the other side of the T, you want to write down all the qualities that you love, all the people you want to be around. Who are they? What do they look like? What age are they? What do they like to do? Where do they congregate? What is it that makes you want to be around these people? Is it someone who's wealthier than you? Is it someone who is not as wealthy as you? Is it someone like you? Is it a female? Is it a male? Um, is it ambitious? Is it someone who is a mom maybe? Or someone who's a father who is into the going to the gym? Write it all down on a piece of paper and that is how you define your audience. And I always recommend, and I know I got this from Russell Brunson, but Russell Brunson says go online and actually Type in those qualities and see if you can find a picture of someone who fits that quality or a picture of what you're envisioning that person to look like. And then print it out and put it on your wall in your office and say, this is Sally. And whenever you're thinking about your product or your service, you're going to go back and be like, would Sally like this product or service? Would Sally want to do this? Would Sally agree with this? Would Sally be interested in buying this? Now you have a, you're envisioning your customer, okay? Because this is all about the customer. So as I'm learning, I'm always thinking, you know, it's so true. A long time ago, I think people would look at their customer and they would think, my customer is whoever's buying my product, you know? So I'm going to make a product. Whoever buys my product becomes my customer. Well, I think that's the true advantage of the internet. AI, all the data that's on the internet, gives us the ability to find the customer first and create a product for the customer. So what can we do for that personality type that would help them, that would solve a problem for them? What quality do we have 
What can we package up as a product? Is it an info product? Is it a piece of clothing? Is it a clothing line? Is it something that they're seeking? What is it about that personality type that we may be able to create, that we love, something that we do, something we're good at? And so I'm kind of mixing two ideas here, the audience and what is your product, right? So I think both are equally important and that's why I tend to mix them up because, or I, I combine them because I think, you know, whatever it is you're good at is great, but you've got to be able to sell whatever it is you're good at to the right people, right? So my mom and I were talking and we were, we were just brainstorming ideas about what her product could be based on what she loves and, you know, She's a realtor now, and it's it's getting harder and harder for her because she's at a certain age, you know. She's 60 years old, and or, I'm sorry, she's 65 years old, and so for her, she doesn't even know how to make a social media message. She doesn't even know how to post a, an article. So she's becoming a dinosaur, and there are so many women that she works with that are in that same boat. And you know, one thing that she's always loved is is she loves to, um, you know, decorate the houses, stage homes, right? Get them ready for a showing or get them ready for their photos. She knows that. She's been doing it for years. She sold 45 houses last year. She loves doing that. And I thought to myself, well, what if, because so many other women like you are in that stage where they're losing business to social media, they don't wanna learn it. They don't wanna get out there and learn social media. They don't wanna know how to do Instagram and Facebook and everything else. They wanna sell houses. They wanna do what they've been doing all this time. And yes, some of them can learn it and some of them can go out there and do everything, but what if they don't want to? Maybe she could appeal to that audience and she could create a product about staging homes and she could teach them, teach other women how to stage homes who maybe are realtors um, and teach them how to create a business out of staging homes. Or maybe she could create a business out of doing Airbnbs and becoming a host and then staging the homes for the guests. Um, so we were just kind of brainstorming ideas, but you see where the audience collides is, is it's an audience that she can relate to. It's an audience that she understands their language. She understands how they think. She understands the problems, their pain points. She knows because she's gone through it. She's going through it. She's learning. So she knows what the pain points are. She knows the lingo. She can relate to that audience. She knows where they congregate. She knows how to find them. So. So when you're thinking about your offer, think about your, your dream audience too and how you can connect those two dots. So I think it's really important to be thinking about that when, you, when you're thinking about a business that you wanna create. And when you're thinking about the business you wanna create, don't create a business just to create a business. Create it with doing something you love because that is the passion and the purpose that you put into it. And it's what is going to give you the empathy and the desire to pay it forward. So my podcast is called Pay It Forward because I truly believe, I talked about at the beginning of this show, that entrepreneurs is my church. Going to these events with other entrepreneurs is my church. I believe that entrepreneurs are good people. They 
are people that are like no other. They believe so much in what they do and they want other people to believe in it and they want other people to succeed. And that is the most important thing. And when that it becomes the most important thing for you, your business will change overnight. You have got to understand that you have got to love your customer. If you don't love your customer, you aren't truly empathetic. You don't truly want to help them. So the only way that you're going to be able to help them is to truly love your customer. So I try to stand by that in my business and I have transitioned to, to many different things uh, on my journey. And, and I talk more about that in this podcast and throughout, but when I first started, I remember taking out a very big client and, and I wasn't happy and I wasn't happy with the way that that project went. And I decided at that point that I needed to work with an audience that made me happy. So my agency, Brandon Flourish, we have some phenomenal companies that we work with now and, and, I, and I truly have wonderful relationships with, within the organizations that I work and I enjoy being with them and I enjoy working with them and I enjoy all different teams. I work with big corporations and there are teams, you know, um, that I work with on, you know, in the government side and I work with the, um, you know, the strategy side and business development side and, and each of those has their own qualities and, and I love that organization and have sort of tried to stay within, um, that, um, that era of, of, of people for my business. And then um, for my master classes and for my female entrepreneurs that I'm teaching um, more than one and I'm doing classes on how to help other women do what I've done and launch a business that's successful, I have chosen to work with women who are like me. Maybe they've gone through something really emotional like I went through with my son and they they, or maybe they're in the midst of that and they want to make a, 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 a change, a change that's going to change their lives. It's going to give them the freedom and the time that they need to be with their families or it's going to give them the happiness, the true fulfillment that they've desired once they got out of that bad situation and they realize how important life is and how, how easy it is for, for life to just go away. So... I think going through that experience with, with Wyatt, I realized really quickly how important life is and that I was on this journey for a reason. Like I had a reason to be here and yes, it was to save my son, but I'm not just going to save my son. I want to help other people do the same thing for their son or for their children because they were able to make the changes in their lives so that they could be successful and that they could help their kids, they could get their kids the best care, they could do the best things for their families and have more freedom. And that has is why I've dedicated this podcast, my masterclass, and everything that I do moving forward to that audience. So I'm excited if you're a part of my audience, I welcome you and I promise that it will be my goal to get you a business that you love and to be able to launch it and make it profitable and have the lifestyle that you dream of. 
So if you're interested in getting started and learning a little bit more about that today, you can go to createtribes.com backslash funnels that, I'm sorry, <laughs> funnels that convert is my main site, but um, I do have a, um, a download of a um, bro, uh, excuse me. I do have a download that will help you start your business and get started today. And so this is just kind of a worksheet that I've created to help other female entrepreneurs get started on figuring out their dream audience and figuring it out who they want to serve a, and then B what is it that you want to do? What is the product? Um, so if you're interested in getting that, I'm going to link, put the link down below because I don't have it in front of me. It's a, it's a page, so I don't want to give you the wrong page. So I will link it below. Please, please comment and share with me if you enjoyed the podcast. I'm going to be um, coming back with a lot more great things that they talked about um, at the event. So stay tuned for more.